0: I mean, two feet of snow is it's a, lot. a lot. Yes, it's it is. Lot. And, you know, it's, but it's enough so to what? make it so a lot of people would stay home. I mean, that's sure. Not, you know, five inches isn't enough to do that. No. No, that's not even enough. Uh, thats I mean, when I, I feel like when I was a kid, uh, they would barely even close schools for that. I mean, that wasn't like... You,
1: I, I don't think they did. I don't think they did. You just made it through
0: that. Yeah. You were able to handle a few inches of snow. We all know it's going to happen. We don't want to close down our society for half the year when it's cold in in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. So you just get through those things. Sometimes you are delayed. Sometimes you have to allow a little extra time. You have to make sure that you dress warmly. God forbid your car were to break down on the side of the road. But you just did these things. You went for it.
2: Yeah, Uh, whatever reason that
0: that no longer is the case. I I honestly think it's just motivated by these politicians who see things like Hurricane Katrina and um, even Sandy to some degree. um, When people, if you rarely get in big time trouble if you overreact to a storm, but you do get in big big time trouble if you underreact to it. This is a this is a um, a uh, premise that affects the weather predicting industry as well. Um, and this, there's been multiple studies on this, um, where they show that weathermen, and especially commercial uh, enterprises like you know, your local news, they will go out and predict, if there's a 10% chance of a storm, they'll say there's a 40% chance of a storm. Because if they say a 10% chance of a storm, no one will believe the storm is coming. And then if it does come, which it should, 1 out of 10 times by these percentages. Mm-hmm. If it does come, then everyone will be like, you said there's only a 10% chance and now it's snowed. But if you say there's a 40% chance of snow and it doesn't snow, then everyone's like, oh, thank God. It didn't snow. Like, they don't care when you miss that way. And I think politicians are learning that as well. They're learning that, look, you know, if we say it's going to be the biggest uh, you know, uh, snow uh, ever and we sort of, over prepare for it and it doesn't happen we can say look better safe than sorry we were prepared uh, and in, on the other side if we under prepare for it and it gets really bad we our entire career is ruined so while we might take a little ribbing in the media people will mock us a little bit and they'll say oh you overreacted uh, you know And we'll spend a little bit of money we didn't have to spend blah 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 my career is still intact at the end of this and I swear these guys are just working uh, you know self preservation you know, they—they—I don't think they even at this point care whether what they're doing is the—is the best thing. It's just the thing that's going to keep
1: them going. I, it's aggravating. Yes. And and then you couple that with the global warming BS, and I can't even take it. Yeah, it's just too much to even handle. Um, Bill Nye, the science guy on the Blizzard on MSNBC. Uh, here's that buffoon from yesterday.
2: I just want to introduce the idea that this storm is connected to climate change. I want to introduce that idea. I know there'll be certain viewers who will become unglued. They're throwing things at their television sets and so on. But is the economic effect of storms like this is huge. You can't cancel half the flights out of uh, the world's or one of the world's busiest airports. Certainly the Eastern Seaboard is a very busy area uh, economically for airplane travel. And so when you start having these big storms and you don't have the infrastructure to deal with it, you're costing your society a lot of money. And we're in the developed world where we can handle this stuff. So I just want to introduce the idea that the strong winds that we had in Southern California, the very strong winds that will be associated with this storm in the next mm. uh, couple days, these could be connected to climate change. Now, this, proving any one storm is connected, especially cold weather events, is mm. quite difficult. I- but I just want to present that.
1: Bill, I both love of these you stories for, for me. bringing that in. Thank you so much, Bill and Jordan. Oh, thank you. He loves that. Thank you for so bringing funny. that in. Thank you for saying this storm is global warming. When we tell the other side that... You can't blame any one event, any weather event, on climate change because that's weather. That's not climate. You can't confuse the two. You're too stupid. But thank you for bringing it in because that doesn't apply to our side. That doesn't apply. Everything is global warming to us. So thank you, Bill, for again yeah. bringing in global warming <laughs> stupidity. so
0: great. When you can blame a single
1: storm. That's unbelievable. The
0: wind? A, a cold storm. The wind? Storm. He went to wind! A windy and cold storm in the believe, northeast on global warming. Uh, you're just delusional.
1: It's, it's just delusional
0: at this point. And, and you can even oh. see he feels bad even bringing it up, knowing how dumb it sounds. Yeah. And it does sound dumb because it is dumb. These storms have happened forever. The, the snowfall has not changed in uh, in, in New York City. You know, it's just there's nothing here, and you can't sit here and tell us that it's getting warm out of control, and the result of that is going to be more cold. It's just, it's as if you don't know the definition of the words. Yeah, it it's is. Like you mix it up. You ever go yeah. to like a? You ever go to one of those? Um, this has happened a, a few times where you go and and you want to reach for the hot water, and for some bizarre reason, like some hotel has it on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. That's like the way this guy talks. It's like he doesn't even understand the difference between hot and cold.